will be it'll be interesting. Hey, girls Hello. and boys and everybody else. Hey, we're with uh, Nicoletta Dream, one of my good good friends, Nicole Carzis. I am so excited. Let me tell you, this is Gigi Inspire. Be inspired for a great life. This is the the <laughs> podcast. The stream for the entrepreneurs is a show for highlighting that journey of the entrepreneur, the ups and downs. And frankly, it's pretty much just an F you to all the people who told me not to be an entrepreneur. So <laughs> brought on this incredible woman because I love her. She's a freaking badass. She's a she's a mom. She's a businesswoman. She's super disciplined. Like those are like discipline goals for me right there. She's she's got tireless energy. She is just she's just got so much fire. I don't know. So. Nick, I'm so glad that you're here. Thanks for jumping on and share share with us a little bit about your story. Just say hi to the world out there. Okay, we'll do. Well, first of all, that was a really good introduction and like partially true. Um, I'm super disciplined when I'm being disciplined, right? Uh, and I don't have endless energy for sure. Um, the last couple of weeks, actually, I, I was not feeling so good. And it's important. What I've learned is that you do need to take breaks. I used to be such a machine. It was like, I don't stop. I could play hurt. I could play dead. I could play zombie, right? I could do all of it. And then you start to get into your 40s. I'm 46 in a couple days here. And I'm like, yeah, I need to take a break. <laughs> it's time for a nap. Um, but it's it's been, thank you. One, thank you for having me. Um, and I love what you're doing. And I love that I've had an opportunity to work with you and get to know you and get to know your family um, and see that there's just other women out there with that same fire in their belly and passion in our hearts to serve other people to do well for our families. And, um, you know, it's, it's and authentically because there's a lot of noise out there. You know, you see a lot so much on social media, it's hard to know what's real and what isn't and who, who to listen to. I mean, most of these people that post up these crazy lives, like it's a house that they Airbnb and it's not their actual car they, you know what I mean? Like it's just a, a lot of false stuff out there. So I appreciate you doing this because you are a real entrepreneur. You're like me. You're a mom. You've got kids. You're trying to make it all work and happen. And so I'm glad that you do this because this is the real. Um, so what do you want to know first? You want to kind of know how I got here or what's the? Well, you know, I, I appreciate that. You're right. It is a highlight reel for most people. And I'm always like trying to compare my life to the highlight reel and going, that's just, that's not what's going on in most people's lives. Like, how do you do it all? So you know, I want to know a little bit about kind of how you got to be in the entrepreneurial space, but I have a quick, I want to play a game with you. So we're going to play it a little bit all the way through. Okay. So, so Sounds real quick. Game. So what's your, what's your preference? So is it cardio or weights? Which one? Ooh, that's been changing. So it used to always be cardio and now I'm doing way more weights. And I'll tell you, I've got way more abs now than I did when I was running just cardio. So I'm going to have to go with weights now. Okay. What about uh, ooh, scary movie or comedy? Comedy. I, you know what? The, the scary part is it's just me sitting there. And you know, because you know my militant background. I see stuff and I'm like, that person's stupid. That per Don't do that. Like, you are supposed to die. Not everybody's going to make it. I'm terrible. Don't put me in a scary movie because I just talk crap the whole time about how stupid everybody is. <laughs> I love it. I love it. My daughter is somebody you cannot watch a movie with. We're both, my husband and I are both like, she's like, what's going to happen? We're like, how about you just be quiet and watch? Uh, that's know. my mom. She's just the whole thing. I'm like, shh. Just, just let the movie unfold, please. Okay. All right. So tell me a little bit how you got into the entrepreneurial space because you were not just an entrepreneur. You were an entrepreneur before you came to what you're doing now. Right, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and I stumbled, yeah, I stumbled into that for sure. So 
I'll give you a little bit of background on the corporate side of me. I, um, you know, like most young people, you don't really know what it is that you want to do, but I was a mom really young. And so like most women, if we have children, we sort of put on the, we put on the back burner, whatever we could have been doing, because now it becomes more important and more about making sure we're there to provide for our children. So whatever dreams we have, whatever goals we have, we, you know, we throw it right on the backboard and everything else is like survival mode, you know, establishing a foundation, you're picking up maybe even a job that isn't necessarily your cup of tea because it's paying you. It maybe brings some benefits. It's, I think a lot of people do this, but especially women, we, we start to look for, okay, I have to get very realistic, right? So the dreams start going away and we start getting real, real, uh, very realistic. So for me as a very young mom, I thought that I, let me back it up just a little bit. Both my parents were entrepreneurs. And when I say entrepreneurs, I use the term loosely because they were more self-employed than business owners. So they had a catering business and it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you own it, but it kind of owns you. Cause if you don't show up and you don't work, then no money comes in. So just as a kid growing up, you know, sometimes my parents would be like wildly successful and we had jet skis and boats and all kinds of stuff. And then there was times I can remember coming back and my dad selling off cars, us moving multiple times in short duration. You know what I mean? Like it was just a lot of chaos that I was like, I don't like this. And so in my head, I would tell myself, I would see my friends and their parents had regular jobs, nine to fives. My parents were up at two o'clock in the morning, not home till, you know, six, seven o'clock at night. They never wanted to go do extra stuff because they were always just so tired from all the hard work that they were doing. And I was like, I want one of those corporate jobs. So I think that's probably more my jam. I would see my, my friends with parents that were around a lot, right? My parents were always busy, you know, working. And so in my mind, I think I, I thought I was just going to go a corporate route. And I pursued that. And I ended up in medical device marketing. So if you guys have ever heard of a product called the lap band, um, I helped bring that product to market. So through clinical trials, FDA approval, blueprinting the territory, I cut my teeth in that corporate environment. And I had a very good mentor by the name of Bart, who um, was really good to me. And he, he was the first person to kind of turn the lights on in some of these dark rooms. And what I mean by that is he was very good at teaching me not to get caught up in the short term and to be focused on the long term. He was the first person I had ever met that talked to me and that way and taught me. And so even though he was doing, he was making a few hundred thousand dollars a year, but he was driving a brown Dodge Ram pickup manual, showing up in his suits, coming in. And he was like, I don't care what anybody thinks about what car I drive. My house is paid off. I don't owe anybody any money. I take all my bonuses and I put them into other businesses. It was the first person I ever met that even had a mindset of that. It wasn't about just going and working and making as much as you could in your corporate environment. He's like, no, 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 live lean, take whatever extra you make, whatever bonuses, whatever you get a raise, don't go get a bigger house, don't go get a better car, save it, save it, save it, invest it into other businesses. And he's like, your end game needs to be out of this corporate environment and, and use this as stepping stones to that. It was just the first time I'd ever saw anything like that. I didn't even know anybody like that. Um, so he was the first person to introduce me to commission. He talked me into letting go of my salary as I knew it for a smaller salary and to put me on commission. And I was nervous. I'm like, I'm a single mom. I can't be messing around. He's like, you were also a super hard worker and you're smart and you just outwork everybody. He's like, you are the type of person who should be on commission because you'll make significantly more money. And he wasn't lying. I was 20, not quite 24 when I made my first six figures working with him. And so it just set a precedent for me. Because once you sort of get that, you're like, okay, I this is there's no going backwards. I don't want to go backwards. I want to 
continue moving forward. So um, long story short with that, the company got bought out a couple of different times. The last company that had purchased us with Allergan, you guys maybe know what that company is. They have like Botox and Juvederm and all that kind of stuff. But I was on the lap band side. I was on the health side. And uh, when they bought us, they wanted to relocate us to Irvine, which, you know, when you've got kids, you can't just pick up and uh, relocate everybody, right? Like it wasn't, it wasn't a possibility for me at that time. So I took a very... I won't say it was generous, but it was a negotiated severance um, because they still needed all the information that was in my head because I'd been with the product since the get. Um, So they paid me pretty well to no longer be an employee, but to be a consultant. So that was my first step into entrepreneurship, if you will, because I I stayed with the company, but not as an employee, as a consultant. So I was 1099. And that was pretty cool because they were paying me a few hundred dollars an hour. Uh, but then, of course, now I don't have 401k and I don't have benefits. So I ended up doing that and um, I took that severance and I purchased what you were referring to, which is my other business, which was a, a clothing store. A partner and I um, opened up a clothing store in downtown Ventura. So that was my first sort of like step into entrepreneurship was my consulting business because I ended up staying with them for a little while and picking up some other clients. Plus, I opened up that retail store. So I was doing that, um, but right around a really good time. I'm being, you know, very sarcastic there. That was 2007 that I made that move. What happened in 2008? Uh, the bottom fell out of everybody? Of everything. I don't think what's going on today. Kind of like what's going on today. So here I am, a brand new business owner. I have a consulting agreement with this company and it's per project. And then I had my retail store, which at the beginning was doing great. It was 40% over ROI. I'm like, this is easy. Why doesn't everybody just do this? You just buy a bunch of stuff and resell. I thought it was super easy. Except when everybody starts losing their job, losing their homes, losing their cars. They're no longer coming in and spending $200 on jeans and shopping. For, and, and other stores around me folded. So now there were no other clothing stores. I was the only one standing. It was just a ship I had to watch sink. And I lost everything that I put into it. Um, so around that time, I was sort of pissed. Because now I'm... Watching my business fail, my consulting agreement that I had, they were like, hey, we don't need you on these products, these projects anymore. So I had that income that was coming in, plus the store, both of those go away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to do? And I'm not paying attention, but um, my parents are going through financial duress and I don't know it. And how I find out is my mom calls me and asks me to come to their house to pick some things up. And I get there and it looks like, there's a garage sale, like everything's outside. And as they get closer, they live like on a cul-de-sac. As they get closer, sheriffs are there, the neighbors are out. They clearly are being, being evicted. And um, I'm so distraught. Like I'm standing in the street. My mom's trying not to cry. She's loading things up in the back of this stupid Yukon that I had paid cash for because I thought I was bawling. I thought I was someplace I certainly wasn't. Um, it was just really frustrating. And I just sat there in the street, honestly, girl, and I just went, I don't know what happened. I thought I had some things figured out. I had money coming in this way. I had it coming in this way. I thought I was being smart. And in a matter of like four months, it was all gone. It was all gone, including including uh, my 401k that I had been saving through that corporate job that I had for you know almost 13 years. Um, it had about a little more than half is what it was left over. And I unfortunately had to go pull that because literally my parents were in the street. I had to get them out of the street. There was 41 years of stuff in the street. So, you know, all that is really terrible timing. You know, I had taken some risks at the wrong time. Nobody could have really foreseen that was happening. 
Um, so I, I had started off wanting to do the corporate thing, morphed into the, you know, entrepreneur path, but um, definitely got my teeth kicked in the first round, right, uh, with those things. And then I, um, I had another business owner who was on the other side of that shop. He had a business there and he referred me to a lady named Dana. And I was complaining. He came in and he's like, hey, how's everything going? And just to be clear, I had other people that I paid to run my store. And so when you're running the store, that's because you can't afford payroll anymore. Right. So when I'm right. in there, he's like, he's like, how's it going? I'm like, how the frick do you think it's going? I'm yeah. in here selling freaking jeans. <laughs> it's not going great right now. Right. And uh, I was bitching to him a little bit about how I lost all the money in my uh, retirement account. And he was like, let me hook you up with the girl. She's amazing. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to talk to anybody in finance. I don't want to talk to anybody about money. I think I just want to punch all those people in the face right now. <laughs> Nobody helped me. They all made money off my money when it was coming out of my check, but not one yeah. damn person called me when it was losing so fast. And I want to know why. And he was like, oh, you know, it's not, it wasn't his fault, right? This poor guy's like, look, I'm just going to leave this number for this lady for you, right? She's a mom. I think you'll get along with her. Anyways, I just... I didn't want to reach out to her at all. And I didn't, she called me, he gave her my phone number, which is a cute part of the story. Cause obviously I, I work with her now. I've known her for years. She's the sweet, you know, Dana, she's the sweetest, Amazing. most, most people pleasing person that you'll ever meet. She never wants to ruffle anybody's feathers. She wants to be liked by everybody. I adore her. Right. Yeah. But on this day, have I told you, I think I've told you this story, but on this day she calls me and I'm pissed. She's like, hey, we have a mutual friend. And I'm like, no, we do not have a mutual friend. I didn't give you my freaking phone number. Is there a reason you're calling me? I'm a bitch. And I'm like, who are you calling me right now? And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then, you know, Dana. So this is not her. This I'm telling you, God works in ways, I promise you, because she doesn't talk like this. Right. And she's like, oh, well, he said that you lost your ass. And I thought maybe you wouldn't want it to happen again to you. And I was like, what the? is this lady saying to me? And she's like, or did you get it all figured out? I remember she ended with that. And I was like, no, I don't have it figured out. And I'm still trying to figure out what the hell happened. And she's like, then you probably should learn a couple things. I was like, this freaking lady. Okay. Wow. You know, I'm broke now, right? Like I'm broke. And she's like, I heard you. I heard you, but I still wanted to meet with you. If you want to meet, and if you don't, then I won't bother you again. I was like, anyway, so I met with her. I met with her and she changed everything for me. She gave me an opportunity. She introduced me to what it is that she does, which is helping people with their retirement, their debt, their insurances, stuff. I had never, I started as a client. Okay. She was helping me on the client side, but I got to tell you when you're sitting with a woman who also is around your age, who has two kids, who's making, you know, four or $500,000 a year, you're like, what are you doing? <laughs> I have some questions for I'm you. I need some of that. <laughs> And I did. And she wasn't a dummy. She didn't care. Let me be real clear. So for those of you that are entrepreneurs and you have a type of business where you need, you want to recruit, you want to, you know, whatever your business is. And in our business, we definitely are always looking for that untapped talent that's sitting out there like myself, maybe like you. Um, but she, that's what she was focused on. She knew I was broke. She knew she wasn't going to make a whole lot of money from the client side. She didn't care. She was getting to know me. She was connecting with me. She was teaching me. She was helping me and showing me that she had value. And she got me to come sit back down. And then um, I came to one of her corporate overviews and then interviewed. And that was 11 years ago. And now, you know, I'm a senior marketing director. I have three senior marketing directors with me. I have agents all across the country now. It's just a completely different life. All because some guy who I haven't spoken to in over a decade uh, opened his mouth and said, 
here's this lady. <laughs> you should call her. Wow. Power of a referral, right? You just never know what can happen. And you know, I know, I know Dana well. Dana's not like that. And you needed to hear it that way that day. You know, in order or to she doesn't get me, or I'm not here, or you and I don't know each other, or my whole life is completely different. Yeah. Right? It's it's scary to think how easily I could have just not called her or not called her back or not set up the appointment or not even engaged it. You know what I mean? I could have just not answered the phone. Like there's so many things that could have happened that would have just completely changed my life. So I'm, I'm grateful for the way everything went down. You know, we've all had our, our bumps and our bruises along the way. Um, but they help you, they shape you. It's not, it's not like you're, you know, you're going to reach this level and go, okay, I'm here. I don't need to do anything else. That doesn't exist. You know, it's like this constant pursuit and that's what, the juice is. It's the journey of that. It's, it's the woman you're becoming that, you know, if there's, I'm sure there's men on here too, but it's like the man or woman that you're becoming during that journey, you're going through that duress, you're overcoming challenges and obstacles and, you know, how you respond to those things shape you for the next level you, right. For the next challenges. So, um, it's just a very interesting way it all went down very chaotic, probably like a lot of people who are watching this right now, they've had a lot of chaos in their life. Um, but I I always tell people like, just be open don't be so closed-minded. Just be open to what's possible. Yeah. You never know. And so even if you think you've heard something from someone, you're like, I've seen this before. I've done this before. Do yourself a favor and don't sell yourself short and at least be open to what it is that they're about to say. That doesn't mean that you're going to move forward. Maybe they're trying to sell you something. Maybe they're trying to recruit you, whatever. It is. But just listen because you're a different person maybe than you were the last time you saw or heard any of this type of information. So you need to assess what it is currently as the person in the, that you are right now. But then in addition to that, maybe there was something you missed last time. You know, there's always something you can learn from somebody else. Even if it's like, I would never do something like that. Now I know how this thing works. I would never be interested in that. Right. But at least be open to listening and learning is usually the biggest advice that I can give to people that, and to not take advice from people who don't have something you don't want. Um, Oh, that's so true. A thousand percent. And honestly, like, think about who, how different we are as people from 12 months ago or 18 oh. months ago. You know, yeah. our experience is completely different. We accept information on a different level. Mm-hmm. It's just, you, you have to process it differently. And so it's, it's important that you said that. And, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you a, a couple of questions, but, uh, oh, so city or beach for vacation? Oh, beach. Oh my goodness. I'm a, I love the water. I'm a mermaid. I'm a siren, born a siren. I need to be by the water. Yes. Okay. So coffee or energy drink? Coffee. Uh, vanilla or strawberry? Strawberry. Okay. All right. So I know I, I digress, but I wanted to keep it fun. So, so, so kind of in line with the idea of like everything's happened in this last, you know, crazy chaotic time, like that nobody ever thought would happen, but what do you think people are hungry for today? Like what is their mindset and what do they want now? Gosh, I feel like I'm not maybe the best person to answer that. And the reason I feel that is I've been sort of removed. You see my social media. I used to be quite on it quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been lately. And the reason I haven't been lately is I just think there's a lot of noise that's wasting my time. And so I don't know what people really want. I feel like they chase things that they're not really sure of. And the most basic things that used to matter no one's really in touch with right now. And so I, I, I had seen a little something posted. I'll probably mess it up, but it was something to the effect of we're a people with happy pictures and sad lives. And I was Mm. like, Ooh, 
And that's what it is. If you watch people with their own, on their phones, they hold it up, they take that shot, everyone's, and they go right back to that face and they start looking at, you know, where they're going to post it or what they're going to do with it, missing what's going on around them. I've very much been guilty of, I'm on my phone, my kid's trying to say something to me and I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And you do it to them so often, you don't even realize it till you see them do it to you when they're role playing. Like he's pretending, he's like, I'm going to call. I have to take this call. He's doing this thing and I'm listening to him. I'm like, he's doing that because he hears me do it. Yes. And it made me pause. And so I haven't put as much on my social media. I'm tired of watching it. No offense to anybody who does Instagram, TikTok. Please don't take any offense to it. But for me, I'm watching, you know, a lot of people like sing the same songs and do the same. And it's funny and it's a little bit entertaining, but like to a point, you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just... It's so much. And so when I see all that, I'm not sure what people are looking for because apparently it's just to watch other people pretending to be happy is, is kind of what I'm seeing. And I don't, I don't want to be that. And I have, it, it wastes a lot of my time more than we, if you look at your phone, you know, how you can track your activity. Yeah. It's alarming. Yeah. When you start to see each time you're putting, Oh, can you hear me too? Can you hear me? Yeah, still? I got up for a second, but you're good. Uh Oh, are you there? No, you're good. I can see you. Well, I can. There you are. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. So sorry. My, um, I can't hear you now though. Oh. Somebody tried to call me and I'm, I'm new to your little platform here. So I apologize. I know it's a little bit different. You can hear me though. I can hear you. I can't hear you. No. Uh-oh. Did you get a call? I don't know why, but I can't hear you. (laughs) Are you muted or did I mute you on accident? I don't know. I don't think I'm. Well, you can still hear me, so I'm going to keep talking, but at some point I got to figure out how I'm going to hear you. Um, So anyways, I just, I want to make sure that I'm taking the time to be present with my children. If I'm at my business, then I'm taking that time with my business. I told you this week, I'm like, I'm slammed. This is the only time I got, right? And even then, you know, I was not supposed to be, I was going to be in the office with my lighting and all my stuff. And instead I'm here knee deep in birthday stuff for my son, um, which you guys know when you're doing a party for your kid, you want to make it special. I've got gift boxes I've been doing, all the decoration. I've got a balloon garland I'm making. But let me tell you, that's what I love about being an entrepreneur or what I call a mompreneur. Because guess how many people I had to ask permission for that for? None. (laughs) I don't have to answer to anybody, right? And my business is still thriving because I have agents. Somewhere, somebody is bringing some business into my organization because I've laid that foundation down for the last decade I've been, and I want it to be bigger. Let me be real clear. I'm nowhere near where I want to be, but I'm in a position where at least I can have some flexibility. I actually just talked about this. I did a veterans podcast because I am one, obviously, you know, I served in the air force for 13 years and I was talking about the appreciation and gratitude I have to have flexibility and I'm chasing freedom, right? I don't have freedom yet. So I'm not going to be, you know, I'm not going to say I have something I don't because I don't, I have to still be in my business. I have, my business makes the most money when I'm on it. Right. But I have at least earned flexibility. And I think that's what most of us, especially women that are working with, you know, especially if you have more than one child, I have two babies. I won't say baby. Panda's not a baby anymore, but I have two kids that have to be at school at the exact same time in two different cities. So it's like, if I'm a regular nine to five, how do I, how do I, how do I do that? You know, I couldn't be able to do that. Um, So I'm grateful that what I do allows me and I have my mom to help me, right? She's been living with me since they lost their home and everything. Um, And we work together. You know, that's the other thing too, is it's nice when you can have family. It does take a village. It's wonderful when you can work together, not only in the home, but if you could do it 
as an organization, I'm so grateful for my team. Um, if I'm sick, if I'm hurt and I was sick this last week, uh, the meetings still run. They still run appointments. If I have a client and I can't sit with them, I can call, you know, Renee, I can call somebody and be like, Hey, I'm sick. Can you sit with this client? She'll do all the work, split me on the revenue. And I still don't lose the client. You know what I mean? Like I'm so grateful to have that kind of a platform and business model, uh, that allows me to not have to pick. I don't have to go, am I going to be a mom or am I going to be a business owner today? I don't have to do that. So I really want to hear you and I feel bad because I don't know what I did here, but okay. uh, you, you still can't hear me. How about now? Can you talk? I can. How about now? I still don't know. Oh, oh my gosh. So sorry. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know what I did. That's okay. You know what? Look, I think that was amazing. And I cannot you hear you. So I hope everybody else can hear you. So you're good. No, I honestly, I'm laughing because the last time that we did a live, it was so terrible. I did such a terrible job that like, I, I didn't apologize. even care about that. So Nick, you'll see this see next time on the, on the live. Like I'll, you'll check, check the replay. You guys, if you're on the replay, you know, just know that, that Nick is amazing. She's one of my closest friends in business and I don't know what happened to her. She's gone. Maybe she's going to try her, try and get back. But look, as an entrepreneur, you want the freedom, you want the flexibility, you want everything that you possibly can get out of it. But tomorrow's not promised, you know? over 10 million, I think now it's almost 15 million people quit their jobs in the last four months, five months. Why? Because of exactly what she was just talking about. Wanting to be able to figure it out. Oh, wait. The food's I, I, I went out and then came back? back in and I can hear you. Perfect. Now. I was just talking about how about somewhere between 14 and 15 million people just quit their jobs in the last four or five months because of exactly what you were just talking about. Not having the freedom, not having the flexibility, the idea of having the, the the Instagram reel, the all of those things that are so perfect, but then your life is really sad. And I think a lot of times what has happened this this last you know two years basically, everyone's had the chance to be a little bit more introspective, a little bit more like time to actually look at things and decide like, am I really happy with what I'm doing? And so I used to be in the medical field. You know, everybody thought I was freaking nuts when I said I wanted to run a business, but this right? was 14 years ago. I said. You know, I don't really want anybody's thumb on me. I don't want I don't want them to have control. I'm not exactly where I want to be either. But as an entrepreneur, you have to weather those ups and downs. But it is that freedom and flexibility. I was like, hey, I think I'm going to move two hours away from where I was. And I can still run my business. I can still have our space. My kids are playing outside. The whole idea is I wanted to be able to design my life. And most people don't have the opportunity to be able to do that. So as an entrepreneur, yeah, it's not freaking easy. It's tough because you're the person like no one's going to tell you to like get up and make sure you work out. That's why when I see your workout videos, I'm like, oh, man, she's killing me. But I've been I've been on it because I'm like, look, I have to set the example. You know, I have to be the one that That's dictates right. to me what goes on on a day to day basis. And it's changed everything. You're right. You know, and it so is. It is an interesting thing. One of the things that I get asked quite a bit is and you had said it earlier, so I'm going to address it is they're like, how do you balance, right? How do you balance being a mom and being a business owner? And I'm like, well, let me be very clear. There is no such thing as balance. That is a lie. And so don't chase that. Don't it's impossible. Okay, but I am chasing that freedom. And in between that, I do, and I have earned, because of the work that I've put in, I've earned some flexibility. And so again, not where I wanna be, but I will take this, over my best day in a corporate environment, or for that matter, which I'll still say the military was sort of a corporate structure because it really was, but I was in the Air Force for 13 years. Again, 
in a position where when my moral compass is challenged, I have to adhere to it. I don't have the flexibility to go, that's not my jam. I don't want to do that. I have to do it. I'm, I'm government property. And if I don't, I, right. I will go to jail, right? If I have a disagreement with somebody and somebody wants me to do something who's ranked higher than I am, I have to do it, right? So that for me, everyone always asks why I didn't stay in all 20. I did 13. I'm like, because I thought I was going to go to jail. I'm being perfectly honest. I'm like, I'm not going to make it here. I'm not going to make it here. Bad stuff's going to happen to people. You guys are going to read about me in the paper. I don't want to do that. Um, I loved serving. I loved knowing I was doing something that was in contribution for others. And like you, everybody thought I was batshit when I actually joined the military because I was already making six figures when I joined. Um, but I was missing something and I couldn't put my finger on it. I was, I wanted to do something that was mattered. I wanted to do something that was like rewarding. It was for other people and I just couldn't figure it out. So when I joined, you know, I got to see what that was really about. And there was some good stuff and there was a lot of not good stuff. But now, now I picked something one that everybody needs. I don't care who you are. You need help with your money somewhere. I don't care if it's your insurances, your retirement, your debt, whatever. You've just got to make the decision if you want to adult yet or not. Right? Like that's all. So I picked something that no matter what's happening in the economy and what's happening right now in the markets is why I'll be busier. I had three missed calls and I had their voicemail. They're all clients that were supposed, well, I won't even say that. They were going to be my clients, haven't become my clients yet, suddenly want to sit with me. Right? So when things get bad, I get busier. So I picked something that would do that for me because I didn't want to reinvent myself every seven to 10 years because the economy goes to the change that I know is going to happen. Because as we get older, that gets harder, right? Like it's, I I don't want to have to work, you know, 14 hours every day. I've done it and I've been, but I I don't want to stay there to be significant. I want to do something that matters. I want to do something that pays well. So that's why I picked what I picked. Um, But I want to make sure, like I still have that flexibility, this the pandemic, Zoom, I'm sure you had it too. It's my kid in school, he's out of school. He's back in school, he's half days. I could flow with whatever because I own my own business. But there's a lot of other people, a lot of women who will simply not return to work because that's what we do. We always sacrifice. So if it is for my kids, I will sacrifice my career to be able to make sure I see what they need to get get and see that through. And I feel like there's going to be a lot more women once they're, I mean, this has gone on long enough where they're like, maybe I'm not going to go back. I'm going to stay. Or they're yeah. picking up part-time jobs that they cannot stand because it at least brings in some money that has some flexibility so they could still be there for the kids. So all this is going to really, no one's going to really be able to put their finger on the full extent of the impact of this. Yeah. But those are the types of things, you know, you've seen me run my women's events where I'm like, please get your head wrapped around how money works. Please make sure your family's out of financial danger. There's so much still that could happen. You have the power to do that. You just have to decide it's important enough for you that they are important enough to you to look at it and start to put some things in place so that you don't have that kind of duress or stress on you. You and I, because of what we do, walk around with some peace of mind. Would you agree with that? A thousand. You and I walk around with some peace of mind. I got things in place. If my hands aren't here to carry out my plan, my babies are okay. My mom is okay. Uh, we're, We're fine, right? I'm hoping I'm here for a very long time and we have this beautiful long you know, amazing life. But if that doesn't happen, I've got my stuff taken care of. I, I, I don't have that worry. And a lot of people right now cannot say that and are walking around stressed out of their minds as to where their next check is coming, how soon before they would have to make a real big decision and move or move the children out of their school. They're trying to figure it. They're in survival mode. Yeah. And it's a desperate position to be in. And I, I work so hard, and I know you do too, to try to help people before it gets to that point. But even if it does get to that point, 
to be a resource for them and a, and a help for them. So that's where my cup gets filled. That is my reward in what I do. I love helping people. I just did a call for a college a couple of days ago. And I love being like, here's how student loans work. Here's how debt works. Here's how the banks make money off your money. Here's what's really going to happen to you. So I'm like popping all their little dreams in one call. <laughs> but it was the conversation. They, they needed they to hear it. They, they needed, needed to hear it. You know, the kind of stuff that you like, the reason why you were so pissed off that day when Dana called you is because nobody gave you that reality. Nobody gave me that reality up front. And so I would have rather somebody been honest with me, sat me down and said, look, interest this, debt this, this is what, yeah, you can take, I, I took a lot of loans to go to an incredible school. And I wish they would have, I mean, it was so easy to get that money out, but they oh, never man. said like, oh yeah, your payments are going to be like $2,000 a month. And here's what your interest. And it's going to be, this one's going to be eight. And this one's going to be four. And this is what it actually means. Like we don't give our kids like adulting 101 and 102 should be freaking classes in high school. Yep. You know what yep. I mean? Just understanding how life works, especially money, but you know, just knowing that you have more options out there because you're right. People are panicked and they're feeling like, what the freaking heck am I going to do? What they're doing is they're making short-term decisions under this duress that are going to have long-term impacts. Remember I said that like short-term decisions, long-term impacts. That's what most people do when they're stressed under duress, but we've had almost two years of this now. And so people are taking whatever stimulus they can, whatever unemployment they can. They are liquidating their retirement accounts, which is going to have a huge impact on them for the long term. But they have to because they're in survival mode. They're trying to figure out what to do with their kids. Plus the fear and scare of, do I sick now? There's this additional separation. Are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? There's like so much that's happening. And so really, when, I, when you start seeing all that chaos, like I can't control all those things. What can I control? My personal discipline taking care of my own body, my personal diet, my personal activity, my attitude, my time with my children, my time that I, it's, I don't even think time management's very real either. It's, it's just you being able to flow and, and be efficient with what it is that you're doing, you know, so that you're most productive. Um, but all those things only come because I'm an entrepreneur. And if I wasn't, I'd be at the mercy of whatever company was signing my check every two weeks. And for some people, they're very, they're very stressed. They already weren't making great money to begin with. And now they're in jeopardy of even losing it or being furloughed or they let go of people and give them more responsibilities, but no extra money. That's fun too. Um, there's all these like levels of things that are happening. Um, but I, what you'll see, I know you're probably seeing it too, is I'm watching more of that stress fall onto the moms, the working moms. Yeah. So it's, it's whatever we can do and things like this where it's like, we are a resource. You got questions. I got answers all kinds. So I don't charge you to talk to me. You don't charge people to talk to you, right? Like I, I will just do it. If you yeah. need help, I still am not going to charge you an extra fee for my service. I'll get paid through, you know, if I help with a company, if we move a 401k, if we do anything like that, right? But just to sit down and learn, you have to be willing, you have to be willing to take a peek at something and make it a priority and, and learn. And, and most people, because we do money, they're scared. They don't want to look at it because they're ashamed, right? They're ashamed, number one. And they tell themselves the silliest thing. I could never understand this. I could never wrap my head around money. I'm like, just stop. If somebody in your family that you care yeah. greatly for got diagnosed with a very specific, specific cancer, right? Something particular, you would be an expert in that cancer in about 48 hours. And I know that's it. right. That's you right. You would go online. Research. Yep. You, you would go online it. and you would find out all the treatments, 
uh, all the statistics on that, what kind of food that person needs, you would be an expert. So don't give me this horse shit that you don't know how to read a freaking 401k statement that I can teach you to read in about eight minutes. You just have to decide that it's important to you, that your family's important to you, that you would like to not burden your children because you don't want to take a look at it because you're embarrassed. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, these are the, these are the conversations I have with people. I'm like, look, I can't do nothing about your past. I have screwed up more times that, you know, we're on our ITs and say there's plan A. I'm on like G or H or something. I don't know. I'm deep. But like, I can't do nothing about that. No. I can help you moving forward because that's all that matters now. What are we doing now? Oh, I'm in too much debt. Well, let's get you out of debt. Let's get you on a plan. It ain't going to happen tonight because we didn't get here overnight. But I can help you with the plan to get you where you need to go. You don't want to be check to check. You want to start putting some money away from retirement. You've made, you went left. You were supposed to get right. Same. Let me help you. Right. It's just a matter of us coming together. And it's, it's conversations like this and podcasts like this where people can just be like, okay, I didn't realize that there's an organization, that there's a group, that there's these women that would help, right? Just to do it because that's the right thing to do. And this country is counting. That's why I go into those colleges. This country's counting on people being financially illiterate. They're going to capitalize on it all the way to the freaking bank. And so, so people much. at the very least, don't be a sheep that way. Figure this stuff out. Get this information. It is not rocket science. And they are counting on you being too distracted with your Instagram and your TikTok, right? Pay attention and don't be a sucker. Get your stuff situated. Sit with someone. Let them help you. And look the stuff square in the eye instead of just letting it loom over you, right? You'll have a, 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 a much less stress in your life. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent. No, you're fine. I, look, I just, I want everybody to understand, like, Nick is, a, she's an inspiration to me. I, I admire her for everything that she's been able to achieve and all that she continues to do. You know, her mindset is, is so, so strong, so fierce. But here's the thing. We need people like that. We need leaders out in the world like that, that are willing to say, look, you need to do X, Y, Z and don't wait because you need to, we need people that are an inspiration to entrepreneurs out there that are an inspiration to moms you know, women everywhere, men, it doesn't matter. We need people that can inspire us to be a better version of ourselves. And that's what we're going for. That's why, you know, this is be inspired for a great life because I've been saying that forever. I've been doing lives forever, but I thought, you know what? I need to be able to put it out so that more and more people can get it because there's not enough positivity out there. You can look everywhere and find some negative shit everywhere you go. Everywhere. I don't care what it is, right? Rare. Being able to inspire, being able to challenge because there's inspiration, which I love that you do that. I'm probably not the best to inspire, although people have told me I've inspired them because of the way that I coach. Yeah. And I, that I relate with a little bit more because I've been an athlete my whole life, right? I've, I've been in a position where I'm leading teams, whether it was military, it was corporate, it's what I do now. Um, so I know when you have a, a good coach will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear, but mm -hmm. what you need to hear and challenge you appropriately because we get stuck in these little patterns, these little well-worn patterns that we like that we repeat and they are, they're familiar. They don't work. They're not necessarily working, but you don't care. You know, they don't work and you walk it anyways because it's familiar. And that's how you keep getting the same result that you don't like. And so somebody like me has to go, look, all the decisions you made up to this point, have you exactly where you are? How's it working out? Okay, because you're in my office, you're talking to me for a reason. So let's make some hard decisions. Let's look this thing square in the eye and let's take a different path because we don't want that same result. And I think there's a ton of people out there who've been conditioned to not dream, to not want more, to be in that survival mode and stay in that survival mode. And I'm one of them, by the way. 
I, I really had very small, this is something my mentor, right? Ed always tells me, he's like, you've got to dream bigger. My biggest dream is like, I don't need a dude. I can handle this on my own, right? Like yeah. my kids are good. My mom's good. I, I don't, it's hard for me to dream really big because I don't, I don't have as much, um, I, like monetary, you know, material things that uh-huh. are a big deal to me, but flexibility and resources are, if someone's sick in my family, I want to be able to write a check. You know what I mean? Like those are the things that are important to me. So He's still coaches me on that because I struggle with it. Um, but I appreciate that he's taught me to at least have those conversations with people where I'm like, I don't want you to figure out how to just get by. You've been doing that. I want you to start thinking about how to get ahead. Where do you really want to live? Where do you really want your children to go to school? How much time do you want with them? Like when I get off this call with you, my little boy, and you know Sapo's in there, right? Mm-hmm. He is waiting because we are working on his party. And he is, if you look at my story today, He's dancing and like beatbox. He's so happy. And I'm so happy that I have the time to put into this for him, you know, but it didn't come easy. I had to work hard, but what's the real, you were going to work hard anyway. You were going to work hard anyway. Yes. And so what, what we like to talk about you and I is that it's more than just, gosh, how do I shell game what I already have? I probably need to hustle something else to make sure I put myself in a position to earn more income so I can change my circumstances. If you're only making so much, you've got debt, it's hard. You can do it, but it's hard. What makes it usually easier is bringing in additional income. And that's why you see people who are Ubering, they're doing MLMs, which no offense to an MLM, I just, it's hard for people to make money in those types of things. So when you show them a real business like ours, where I'm like, look, I'm looking for that untapped talent that I believe is sitting on the sidelines. I think there's a ton of people out there with their gifts and their blessings, and they're just in the wrong environment. You put them in an environment like ours, and love on them and believe in them and pour in them and you get a completely different result. And that's what happened with me. All my efforts where I was, no matter how hard I worked, were not going to equate to what I could make here. So when you, you, you talk to a woman here now who stands in front of you, who at the time when I was pregnant with Sapo, only working like two or three days a week was still pulling months where I was making 20, 30 grand a month. Like mm-hmm. there's no corporate environment that would allow that to happen. None, none whatsoever. Absolutely out of the question. I had to take leave when I was pregnant with the other kids and I used up all my time. Then I had to go into my sick time. And then I had, you know what I mean? I was like, I was scraping by. I wasn't scraping by on this one. I wasn't scraping by at all. Matter of fact, like it was pretty great. That's what I fight for. And I want that for other people. I'm like, it's possible. It's possible. And if it's possible, then that should be enough for you to go, okay, is that a path that I want to take? And that's not for everybody. Let me be real clear. Entrepreneurship is not for everybody. I am not trying to recruit Every single person out there, you know how I am. I, I'm, hmm. I want the person who is sick and tired of being sick and tired, right? So if I see someone, I have a, I have an amazing girl that works with me. She's, um, she was at Target for 16 years, single mom, three girls, and she was a team leader and she was working her butt off. She passed out there. They had to have an ambulance come. That's how hard they were working her. This was during COVID. She was working all these shifts. She was trying to train all these new people that were coming in. All the things changed. They were putting up, you know, ad- additional things or whatever. But she really just worked herself to freaking until she passed out. And she sat back down with them and she was like, I'm, you know, I need some breaks. They're going through. We want to make sure you're all right. But they're going through. It, it happens to also be the time of her review. And they're like, well, if you need to take some time, you can take some time. We just want to let you know. She goes, maybe I can change positions. They're like, well, then you'd have to change your pay. And you're at the highest pay you're ever going to get. You won't get another raise. And she was like, wait, what did you say? And he's like, you're at the highest you'll ever make. So she's like, I'm 40 years old. This is the most I'm ever going to make. And he's like, yep. And she was like, 
I quit. <laughs> she and I had already sat down and I was trying to get her to come in and work with me part-time. She walked in, she's like, yeah, I quit Target. I'm like, okay, let's go, right? Now she works with me and she, I love it. She sent me an email. She goes, I made tonight what takes me two weeks to make a Target. You changed my life. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not looking for the person who's happy to wear their little tag. You got your red shirt on. You're happy. You're folding clothes. You love it there. Good on you. I like it when I walk into Target, my stuff's folded and where I can find it. I'm not trying to take everybody. I'm looking for the person who's folding those shirts going, I freaking hate this. I don't want to be here. I want to do something more. I want to do something that matters. Those are the people that I'm looking for. Yeah. Because that's that untapped talent that's sitting on the sideline that I want to get off and get back into the game. No, you're a thousand percent. You don't want the people that are happy. You want the people that are ready to make a real change and do something big. And that, that's it. I lost you again. You did? It just keeps oh, happening. No. Okay. All right. I get a call. Right. I don't know how to do that, but so, so we're good. So we're good. All right, everybody. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you, no, you just can't. fine. Mm. Nope. That's a all clue right. that I'm talking too long. All right. It's all good. All right. We're going to, we're going to call it a day on this one. And my alarm is going off to go grab my kids from school, which is hilarious. I'm sure you can all hear it, but be inspired. You guys, I hope she lit a fire under you. I hope you heard something that made you just want to get after it and do something different, right? Go find what it is that makes you passionate and happy. Oh, there she's back. <laughs> I don't know what happens, but if someone calls me, this whole thing gets. Jacked, it's all good. So. It's all good. Anyway. I, was just, I was just doing a closeout and just saying, look, thank you, you for know. having me. Thank you for having me. You're I amazing. love anybody who will listen. I will speak to, and I've had just, it's been really interesting the last couple of days. I did that um, veterans uh, podcast that aired. And then I had another veterans group call me, women's group call me. They want me to speak to it for an event in Dallas. Like all of a sudden I'm getting, I feel like out of nowhere, I have all these people, women in particular, that are reaching out to me, client and opportunity wise. And I'm like, so it's drawing me back to your original question, which is what are people looking for? And I'm like, I'm thinking they're looking for something real. Yeah. I think they're tired of watching all the dances. And maybe want to know what actually works instead of wasting your time till this COVID thing passes over. Maybe it's time to get to work so that yeah. you can actually get ahead. Some people weren't doing that stuff. They were using that time to make gains on their physical, you know, appearance, on their businesses, uh, on their relationships with their children. People were using that time to get ahead. That's what I want to challenge people to do. Whatever's important to you, right? Figure that out. Like sit down and figure this out. Where am I going? What do I need to be doing to get to these goals? And start getting to work. And, and even if it feels like it's going to be hard and overwhelming, I, like I said before, it's going to be hard anyway. Pick your hard. That's, That's something that I've heard it in a lot of places. And, and Andy Frasilla says it a lot too. I heard that pick your hard thing. And I use that because it's so true. You can pick the hard of, I know how much I make. I'm never going to make more. I'm never going to have a different day. It's Groundhog's Day. Every day pretty much looks the same. I can pick that hard where I know I'm limited. Or I can pick the hard where I'm like, I don't exactly know what to expect. It's going to be a challenge, but the reward is much bigger. It's exciting. I have something to gain. I have some flexibility with my schedule. It's a little unknown, but that also excites me a little bit because when I know what every single day looks like, no offense, but I'll be real damn depressed if that's what's going to look like every single day. Like I pick your hard, pick it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you're, you're a star. We, uh, we love you. I think you're amazing. I'm super grateful for you. And honestly, like you're, you're one to chase. You know what I mean? Like I want people, I want people to see that, that we have all different kinds of women that are out there that are doing great things and to reach out to us. I mean, I'll, I'll give them your Instagram handle. I know you're like, kind of like, eh, 
It's Nicoletta Dream. No, you yeah, put it on. Her. Put it on there. I love it because I still put stuff up I'll there. I just it. don't do it. I just don't do it as much. You'll see a lot when the party's there because I love celebrating my son. Uh, so I'll put a lot of that out there. But yeah, anybody can find me on my Instagram. And thank you for doing this and for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. You're awesome. Be inspired, everybody, for a great life. Thanks, Nick. Take care. Bye-bye.